everyone. Welcome back to season three of the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast. I'm Brenda Yoder, and I'm excited to start something new this season with a surprise twist. I'm co-hosting this season with someone I know you'll love. If you listen to our Valuing Motherhood series on the last podcast, you met my wise friend, Ingrid Lockemeyer. Ingrid and I are going to be co-hosting a series this season titled On the Front Porch. So before we jump in and tell you about this series, let me introduce Ingrid to you. Ingrid, you're a wife and a mom of four adult men and a grandmom to one. You're an author, a ministry leader, a blogger, a journalist, a speaker, a farmer's wife, and you have an incredible front porch. You also have a lot of wisdom and life experiences, many of which you shared on the last episode of the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, listeners, I really encourage you to go and listen to Ingrid's interview, part one and part two. So tell us what you want the listeners to know about yourself, Ingrid. Okay. Thank you, Brenda. It's so good to just... um pause and uh, draw up a chair and sit here and talk with you. I'm really enjoying this opportunity. Um, Honestly, what I would want you to know about me is that I'm on a journey just like all other women of all ages, but I've recently claimed um, the identity as Sage, a woman who has some years under her belt, who hopefully has been um, learning from life and from a time deep in the word and and uh, walking alongside her Lord and Savior. And that's kind of a big scenario for me right now. I'm just digging deep into scripture during this pausing time. But sharing it with other women and um, just talking about life, that's my passion. That's what I love. And Brenda and I share that. We both care about having the Lord use our life experiences to have an impact on other women who may be going through something similar or not. There's nothing um, very amazing or incredible about me or my life. It's kind of slow and boring at the moment. I have one of our four sons and his friend uh, at home with us right now for a visit, which is a wonderful blessing because I don't get to see them very often. This is one of our Nashville boys, so it's great to have him here. That's where I am right here now. Well, Ingrid, um, you and I have gotten to know each other probably a little bit under 10 years. But one thing that I love about you, which is actually something that is going to be a gift to the listeners, is that when you and I get together, we have some pretty deep discussions that are Mm -hmm. the kind that kind of can go on for hours, aren't they? Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's one reason why I value so much of your wisdom. And I'm excited to share that wisdom to others. It's kind of like we're sitting on our front porch visiting and we're actually letting the listeners have kind of a front row seat to some of our conversations. As if they pulled up a chair as well. Exactly. So I'm a history buff because I used to be a history teacher. And One of the time periods that I love is the Victorian time and, of course, on Victorian homes. Mm -hmm. And one of the customs during that time is that when the front door was open, it meant that it was calling time. It meant that it was visiting time. Uh I would love to imagine that both of us had this huge wraparound porch that we could just sit on 
and invest in relationships. So let's just give our listeners a little bit of kind of how we connected and how our friendship has actually evolved over time. Sure, sure. Uh, Brenda and I met while we were both working for an agency that um, helps families uh, deal with hurtful things uh, to find health in their relationships. It was a domestic violence agency and we did diff- had different roles there. Um, but very quickly, I think both of us could see that we had found some, some kindredness in our interactions. And so, but that was a very short season for us, wasn't it? It, yeah, it I mean, was. Yeah. And so we continued on to um, just share and learn together. Uh, we're both writers. And so that was a common thread. And we both raise uh, her children. Your kids are a little younger than mine, but they overlap because Mm -hmm. your oldest are close to the ages of my two youngest. And so we shared a lot and still do. As you look forward to becoming a grandma, I get to enjoy sharing with you the blessing of being a grandma for the first time. So that is wonderful. And I think spiritually, we've just, we have been through ups and downs together. Mm -hmm. Um, with our with our faith and with uh, emotional encounters in our lives that you know where you need a, a a good sister to come alongside and talk about things together and I think we've been that for each other often even in a like a I need to talk make a phone call I need to talk <laughs> yeah I can specifically remember um, just a few incidences um, one of them was that I both texted and called you a couple times when I needed a, a trusted person to really talk about something that was personal yeah. when you're having one of those days when you need extra prayer support. I also remember one vivid lunch encounter we had. So over the years, we would meet for lunch dates when it would fit into our um, busy schedules. But again, kind of part of those front porch relationships are ones that you would stop and make time for. Yeah. But we actually met together at one of our local restaurants and that afternoon or the next day was when you found out you had cancer. Do you remember yeah. that? I do. I do. Yeah. That was uh, actually seven years ago this spring that we dealt with the cancer. I found out in December and then I do remember that. So you've been there for the highs and the lows for sure. Um, just a quick Aside there, I just got an all clear yesterday for my annual test. So (laughs) women, get your mammograms. (laughs) Good. Um, Another connection that I want to share a little bit more about was you mentioned that we're both writers. And what people may not know is that we both live in a very rural county in northern Indiana. And in our rural county, uh, there are very few non-traditional jobs for women and very few um, roles of women who are writers in our whole county. So you and I both shared this common thread of both being writers. And I think that was a common connection to start with. Uh, Yes. And continues to be as we encourage and support one another. And um, it's a wonderful bonus, you know, in a friendship to have a, a passion like that, that you share, that you can help guide one another you know, and encourage each other, especially when there aren't others who really get it when you talk about (laughs) how important it is to have some writing time or going to all the writing conferences, that sort of thing. Let's kind of um, think about our listeners a little bit because 
their experiences might be a little bit different, but what we all have in common is kind of this, this idea of friendship and relationships and the, the image of sitting on a front porch. So Ingrid, I wonder what images or what type of feel do you get when you think of two people sitting on a front porch? Well, that's a good question. Um, we're not divided by a table. We're sitting alongside one another. Uh, we're sharing the same view. So that's, that's a wonderful thing. Sit out and look across the fields or wherever you happen to be. And also, I think it's a more relaxed atmosphere than just about anywhere else I can think of, honestly. Refreshing and um, there's something about being outdoors too, on a porch, just sort of, you just want to stay there for a long time. And I think that uh, that contributes to good, deep conversation, for sure. I love what you said about the Victorian times where if the front door was open, it was time for visiting. And wouldn't it be wonderful if we saw more and more people sitting on their front stoop in these um, times when we really shouldn't be traveling about and going other places would be a great uptake. Yeah, actually, that was part of another question that I was thinking would be good for us to, to talk about is um, I have called this COVID-19 slowdown the great pause. Uh -huh. And um, I mentioned that in a Instagram post that I did a couple of weeks ago. And I know for myself, in, in the busy world before we were forced to slow down, mm -hmm. I literally longed for a more quiet, a slower paced life, even though I am always working at managing and trading off, you know, finding balance between professional and personal life. And I know you do also. Now we have this time that really has been forced upon us. Why don't we talk a little bit about ways that we've slowed down during this time? Oh, goodness. Well, it, uh, I'm in a, a slightly different season than you are because um, I'm older. And so slowing down for me has just been not rushing to any appointments in, in that particular day. I do a lot of uh, ministry work in our church, and so that has it's changed, obviously, in format. <laughs> we Zoom everything. But I think slowing down to read more. I'm gardening again, which is something that we haven't done um, in the past couple of years. So, yeah, what about you? What has brought you to that slower pace other than clearing your calendar a little bit? Yeah, immediately, most of my speaking events uh, have been canceled or have gone online. Sure. And as a counselor, um, my counseling appointments, again, for a season have gone online. And um, just the the actual uh, presence of having to be online all the time through Zoom, there's an online um, doctor named Kurt Thompson, and he identified Zoom fatigue early on. And it was it was good for me to be able to have words to what I was feeling. Yes, someone said that to me just the other day. I start, oh, here's one thing I've done in the slowed down season. I started a little book club that meets on mm -hmm. Saturday mornings and we're reading, uh, right now we're reading Becoming Sage by Michelle Van Loon. 
there's a commercial for her. <laughs> and uh, that's been wonderful. But for some of us, we don't really want to get up and Zoom on Saturday morning, but we're going to continue. Okay. You have to, you do have to, um, just as anything in life, don't you? You have to say enough. <laughs> that's right. enough. Yeah. Right. I think that's been one thing that has been helpful for me is that my schedule has been cleared and, and I haven't felt the rush to then fill up that time. Mm-hmm. So um, what I've noticed in myself is that I've truly been longing for a little bit slower paced life. Yeah. And even though my exterior things may or may not have changed as much because there's always writing work to do. There's always social mm-hmm. media to post. There's always something to do. What I have found is that it's given me permission to not feel like I have to be in this rat race in life. And I've heard that from a couple of other people actually um, in discussions and they've probably mostly been professional discussions, but even hearing from people who struggle with anxiety or who struggle with kind of those external pressures, whether they are put on us by other people or even ourself. Yeah. I think I've taken more ownership of my own life during this time. Mm -hmm. And I've started using that term, starting to own my own life, which means unless I truly have a deadline that needs to be met, giving myself the permission to answer to the Lord first Mm. and even my, my family and even myself um, so that I don't feel like I'm, I'm rushing internally or trying to meet someone else's expectations unless they truly are an actual deadline or expectation that, that I have to be professionally or personally responsible for. Right. Do you find that it's giving you a bit more um, room for discernment when it comes, because some of the busyness that I've created in my life is of my own doing, you know, honestly, for me now to um, be able to better than ever to say no to some things. And, and that is becoming a habit I really do intend to carry into mm-hmm. um, post COVID-19. And, and I wonder too, um, we all are built in a different way. I'm more of a, an introvert and you're more of an extrovert. And so I think our needs are different and our expectations. This has been heaven because it's, it's, um, it's affirming my introvertedness. And, um, but at the same time, I, it's also given me a greater appreciation for the people in my life that I do enjoy um, spending time with and, and doing things with. And so it's, it's, it's taught me that, no, you're not just made to sit at home and read books. You are made for, for community and, um, no, I would agree with you. I, I definitely have realized things about myself. One of them being that I'm an extrovert mm-hmm. and doing so many things online, even recording a podcast or uh, I host the Fledge forum um, where I do a weekly broadcast there and different things online, but there's something very different about being online and being in person with people in relationships. Absolutely. Recently, I've begun um, a meeting with a couple of women that have come in my direction, plus going to the jail uh, for the ministry there. And you can't do those heart-to-heart things on Mm -hmm. online. You just can't. I mean, you can keep connected, but 
you know, just FaceTime with one of them last week. It was like, oh, I need to touch out and give this woman a hug. You know, I need to be in her presence. And, and so that, I think, is, is really significant for me. Yeah, that actually is a good um, segue to our last question because I think this will probably be something really important for us to maybe end this episode on. I have kind of made the comment that I think the front porch is where we can solve the world's problems. Yeah. <laughs> and what you said is part of what we can take away and implement from this time of slowing down. And it really is kind of rep- representative of sitting with someone on the front porch, which is being physically present with people, being in their lives. And I heard you say the word kind of reach out, you know, reach out and touch them. And that Mm -hmm. is literally what I have found myself craving for, which is relationships and time with people face-to-face in person. Yeah. You know, when I think about so much of the um, kind of very coarse dialogue that happens online and so much um, almost hatred and fear. Don't you think there's an element of seeing someone face to face and having conversation with someone in person that really does dispel much of what has gone wrong with humanity? Absolutely. You almost want to say, as you read those things that are so hurtful online, would you say that to my face? Would you say that to the people that you're directing it to if you were in the room with them? Mm-hmm. Um, it's As in anything, um, communicating online is both a blessing and a curse for some of us because it gives freedom that we shouldn't have, maybe, mm-hmm. to voice things without care or concern. Well, and with that, our, our time is actually coming to an end. So we're going to break for a sponsor and then Inger and I will come back and um, share some final words with you. If you are a busy parent who also enjoys this podcast, you may want to check out two resources from Brenda Yoder. Her first book, Balanced Busyness and Not Doing It All, is a practical guide for moms in the busiest season of raising young kids and trying to juggle it all. Balanced Busyness and Not Doing It All is available on Amazon. Her recent book, Fledge, Launching Your Kids Without Losing Your Mind, is geared towards parents in the season between full house and empty nest. If you are a parent of a teen or young adult, or maybe you know a parent of a recent graduate, Fledge would make a great gift in helping them know how to hold on and when to let go. Get Fledge from your favorite Christian retail or online bookstore, including Walmart or Amazon. You can even get a free audio download of chapter one at heraldpress.com slash pledge. There was this part of this question that I was going to have us finish on, but I think you actually answered it earlier in our discussion. My question was, what about front porch sitting do you think lends itself to better conversations? But two things that I want to mention that you said, and then I, I want to hear a little bit more from you is you're both facing, you're, you're both looking at the same view. Like you both have the same view. Mm-hmm. and there's not a table between you. Mm-hmm. Those actually are incredibly insightful. See, listeners, this is why I'm so excited <laughs> to have my friend Ingrid with oh, us in, on this series that will be the whole season because, <laughs> because you have a way with words. Just those two things I noted, and I thought, man, just sitting and having a same view, not having a table between us, those are incredibly powerful. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And 
and to be relaxed in one another's presence, you know, but porch sitting just tends to make you not be anxious to get up and leave. Yeah, it does. Willing to stay. So Ingrid, where can people connect with you when they're not sitting with us on the front porch? <laughs> okay. I uh, blog pretty regularly at Um, If you are subscribed to my blog, you receive a newsletter, slice of life notes um, on the regular, again, with some, just some special things just for people who have committed to, to receive the blog. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I love Instagram. I think it's uh, a good place to catch up with other people. So yeah, I have a little book that I self-published, which is uh, stories from my dad's growing up uh, during the Great Depression and his life in a small town. Um, And I'm working on another book right now, which I'm sure we'll talk about in the future. And you can connect with me, Brenda Yoder at brendayoder.com. You can also connect with me on uh, Instagram at Brenda Yoder Speaks and Facebook at Brenda Yoder Speaker. And um, I'm on Pinterest. And we would love for you to go over to whichever medium you are listening to this podcast on and write a review. So whether this is your first time or you've been listening for a while, we would love for you to stop by there. So we're going to leave the front porch. Um, It's a rainy day here in Northern Indiana. So um, that will slow us down a little bit in some ways, even if it's just a little bit in your spirit. So thanks so much for um, all that you shared with us today, Ingrid. Oh, thank you, Brenda. This has been great. We will be back again soon. So again, thanks so much for joining us here for the Life Beyond the Picket Fence podcast with the series On the Front Porch with my co-host, Ingrid Lachmeyer. <laughs>